Tell me when you're ready. It's live? Okay. We're going to be discussing, today we're going to go through the, we'll call the last aspect of, uh, pretty much the last aspect of Makas, uh, as it refers to Makabarechem, and we'll have a chance, we'll deal with other instances of uh, when she sees blood, and it's not Mitzad, not Mitzad Remach Mastash Mesh, and not Mitzad Vesas. Give you a brief introduction of what we learned until now. We have a machlekes, called machlekes Ramo and Besiyasef, regarding gemake. If it's uh, the Rajbo, understanding the Rajbo, the Rajbo says that, ma, that when, you, when she's even if she does not feel that the blood is actually flowing from the maka, we still tailor in the maka. And if she says she has a maka, we're tailoring the maka. The Ramon, Bishesef, and a lot of other people explain that what the Rajba refers to is that she does not have to know that her maka is Maitsidam. It's enough that she knows that she has a maka. That's how they understood the Rajba. The Shach holds that she has to know that the maka is Maitsidam. She doesn't have to know that this maka is Maitsidam now, but she has to know that the maka is Maitsidam. And she doesn't have to know that the maka is Maitsidam right now. Um, the Alter Rebbe explains, uh, goes through and explains that the only way to understand the Rajba is like the Shach. And he then goes in Sifkat Nachav Gimel and summarizes pretty much when you could be Mek or when you could be Machmer. And uh, the, the way the Alter Rebbe, with a summary, we'll call it, the summary of the Alter Rebbe starts, is in Sifkat Nachav Gimel, the Alter Rebbe. And we went through it before, I'm just summarizing it quickly. It's um, page Ein Hey Umikomok and the Maisa and Lismachalamova Siaite. Yeah, that's where it starts, Lahokil. So when could you be Mekel? Well, Tereva gives you a bunch of uh, situations. First, he says, we're talking about the Shasat HaGodl. What is Shasat HaGodl? Tereva discovers Shasat HaGodl, Shani Yechoyli Tereva Labayla. She can't become tired for a long time, either because she finds blood on the aid, and, and uh, she does not know if this blood comes from the mocker, this blood comes from the tzdodim, maybe the blood comes from the mak and the mocker, and the blood comes from the mak and the tzdodim, and uh, for the sake of shalei lehoi tzishim and you also have other tzdodim lehokel, yeah, and he explains all that tzdodim lehokel, then there's certain scenarios that could be matter according to the Ramah. You could be, uh, you could, you could rely on the Ramah. Without Ah, without Zainikim. Well, what's the Tzadim Lahakil? For example, she has a Maka in the Malker, or she has a Maka in the Bay, in, in the Beisachitzin, and we know that there's blood collected in, in this Maka. We don't know if the Maka is actually Maitzidam. So when a woman has a Vesas Kavua and Shalebishaz Vesta, you could be Matir. Why? Because you have a Suffolk, uh, you have a Suffolk Sveka, you have a Suffolk, a Suffolk Argoshan, you have a Suffolk, maybe it's from the Tzadim. Yeah, now, just to point out that this does not work with the Madura Basra, where the Altarebbe in, in Madura Basra and Kofpe Gimel, the Altarebbe is more machmer when it comes to these Shailas of Argosha, but let's leave that aside for now. 
When, then I'll tell you confused. When we're talking about a woman that has a mak in the Baisachitzen, we know for sure, when a woman that does not have a Vesis Kavua, you can't be Makal if the mak is in the Baisachitzen. She does not have a Vesis Kavua. Because every time blood comes out, there's only one Suffolk. Is it from the market? Is it from the Sodom? You don't have two Sveikas. I don't know if it's uh, so easy to apply Yom Betuchim for a woman who doesn't have Vesas Kavua. I'm Tzatzvare, yeah, but I don't know if you could uh, actually rely on it. If the Mak is in the Mokr, Naltareva says you could be Mekel, even if she has, if she does not have Vesas Kavua, if there's no Hargosha. Then Naltareva continues even further. And even if there is a Hargosha, but you're not sure where the Hargosha comes from, whether the Hargosha is from the Mokr, or the Hargosha is from the Tzodim, then, obviously we're talking about that she doesn't have a Vesas Kavua, then if the Makas is in, we know the Makas is in the Mokr, and there's Hargosha, we don't know where the Hargosha comes from, then, but he, conti- but he concludes that paragraph but it doesn't conclude in that, ma- in that matter and then Altareva goes further and says even if she has uh, now if she has a Vestas Kavua and we're talking about Shaloi Bishas Vesta so we know for sure it's not a Vestas so you could be Mekel really even Shaloi Bishas Atchak if the Maka is in the Rechem if you know for sure the Maka is in the Rechem you could be Mekel even the Shleib And if she, if the Maka is in the Tzdodim and not in the Rechem, you can only be Mekel when there is a Bdike, you do a Bdike, not when she's Stamroya, when she does actually, when she does a Bdike's aid, then you could be Mekel, but not when she sees. And al then goes further and says, all oh, this is talking about when it's not Roya Machmastashmish. If she's very machmastashmish, it's a different din. If the mark is in the mocker, we know the mark is in the mocker, but you don't know if the mark is mighty dam or not, and you know for sure that the mark that, that that the that the blood came from the mocker, you know there's a mark in the mocker. You know the blood came from the mocker. You just don't know if this mark is mighty dam from the mocker or not. Then very machmastashmish, you can't be maker without shiva nakim. Even if she has a Vestas Kavua, even if it's not Bishas Vesta, even, even if she has Vestas Kavua and it's not Bishas Vesta, and even if she sees it with the aid, even without Argosha. You can't be made without Shiva Nakim, or you could be Makal that she's not a sort of Labayla, it's a separate discussion, but not without Shiva Nakim. Now, what happens if you don't know that the blood is, in, is coming from the market? So you have a suffix where the blood is coming from. So back to what we said before, if she has a hargosha, but you don't know where the hargosha is coming from, you should be makel, even if she does not have a versus kavua, without shiva nakim, without fila. Now what happens if you know that the makah for sure is in the baisachitzen, and not in the makah, and but you don't know where the blood is coming from, whether the blood is coming from the mock or the blood is coming from the sides, you can't be Mako, even if she has a versus Kavosh Lebeshaz Vesta, without Shiva Nakim and Tvila, 
And even if there's no argoshe, even if she's a be'ed, especially because you could be mevarer. When you have a maka in the Baisachitzen, you could be mevarer where the maka came from, and a suffix which you could be mevarer is not really a suffix. Yeah, that is pretty much the second half of, of the Alter Rebbe's of Kotnach of Gimel. In the same Sif Hey that Alter Rebbe started over there, the Ramah writes that if a, what's the because it's all based on the Ramah. The Ramah over there writes if a woman does not have a vessel kavua and you have a suffix if the blood came from the mokeh from the tzodim, we say it's a sfek sfeka. Yeah, that's a sfek sfeka that Alter Rebbe doesn't hold of. The shach doesn't hold of. And what's the what's the Alter doesn't fully hold of this sfek sfeka? He explains when it applies when it doesn't apply. If she does not have a vessel kavua and the suffix of the blood comes from the mokeh, the blood comes from the tzodim, we say we are tailor in emaka because of sfek sfeka that Amos says. Suffix, first suffix is that it come from the mokeh, it came from the tzodim. Second suffix, even if it came from the mokeh, maybe it came from the maka. But if you know for sure that it came from the maka, then to be tailor, you need to know for sure that the maka is might see done. If you know for sure it came from the mokeh, If you know for sure it came from the Mokir, the only way you could be toiler is if you know for sure that the Makir is Maitzidam, according to the Ramah. And this comes out of Sifkot Mechav Dalad, where he discusses the whole concept of sex fake over here. He starts by saying the Shach obviously disagrees with it. He says, because based on Sefer Atruma, that the woman, the Shach brings Sefer Atruma, that the woman who has a Makir is a Mokir, and she doesn't know if the Makir is Maitzidam or not. Um, if she does a bdik and she finds blood, she's tmeya even without any argosha. Even without a argosha that comes from the rechem. And she can't be tailing the mako. And from that, when from that understands the shach, that even if she's not sure that it comes from the mako, but she has a suffix if it comes from the mako, she still can't be tailing in the mako. And you can't consider it a sfek The sfek doesn't work. Why? Because be'etzim one suffolk. It's not a suffolk. You're going to say, if you don't know where it comes from, if you don't know it comes from the mokr, you only have one suffolk here. Have, all these fakes are really one suffolk. And the shach explains that in Yeridea, in, in, uh, in the Kofiud, when you have, it's, when you have one suffolk, it's not considered, even if you, if you could divide the sfek, create sfek out of it, if it's really one suffolk, it doesn't work. What's the one suffolk over here? Is it damnidah? Is it not damnidah? That's the only suffolk we have. So we only have one suffolk, we can't be meiko. Al-Tarev brings him Mechas Yaakov, and Mechas Yaakov argues on the Shach, and he says, it is a Sfek Sveke, because even if you're going to say that it's not from the Mokr, that it's, that it's not, that it is from the Mokr, it's not from the Tzdodim, you still have a Suffolk, maybe it came from the Maka inside the Mokr. And this Sfek Sveke really only works when you have a Maka for sure in the Mokr. But if the Makkah is in the Baisachitz, and then you don't have a Sfek Sveke, because you only have one Sfek, is it Minat Tzdodim? And we don't care if it's Minat Tzdodim, or Minat Makkah Shebet Tzdodim, or is it Minat Rechem? The only way you can have a Sfek Sveke is when you have it inside the Rechem, then you have a Sfek, Shem Minat Tzdodim, Shem Minat Rechem, if it's Minat Rechem, Shem Minat Makkah Berechem. Right, when it's the Makkah in the Baisachitz, and even according to Mechaz Yaakov, there's no Sfek Sveke. 
And that's how the Alter Rebbe understands the Sefer Truma, and he says that's one way of understanding Sefer Truma, or you could explain Sefer Truma is talking about an Roya Shaloyim Achmas Tashmish, and that I'm also talking about that there is Roya Machmas Tashmish, because when it's Roya Shaloyim Achmas Tashmish, you, can't, you don't have the Suffolk Shema Doichek Eivorim cause the blood to come out. When you are Roya Machmas Tashmish, you have that Suffolk of Doichek Eivorim, and therefore you could be more, you could be toiler. In a in a uh, in a in the tzdodim because of derech ha'ivorim separately, Mashenka when she's just seeing without machmas tashmish you only have one suffix in the tzdodim minamoker. Right, that is here. Now, what happens if she sees through? She has pain. If she has pain, then we went through we went through previous shiurim about it and then summarize it again because I want to get to what I want to talk about today. Um, the din of the of the pain is in Seif Zion, where the the mechaber talks about if she checks and she only finds she all oh, she finds the blood only on one side, and then you get you retail in the mark on that on that side, and if she feels pain cave when she does when she touches that side, and she doesn't feel pain anywhere else. Also, the Mechaber writes of the Lashon Kol Shekinah. That Al Terebe comes in Seif Kotan Lamedalad and the Kuntasachin over there. And the first thing he explains to you is when could you rely on the the cave on the pain that she feels when she does Abdika? Is when the blood is found on the same place where the pain is found at every time. I mean, she always feels pain, let's say, on the right side, and she always sees blood on the right side. Every time she has a bdika, she feels pain when she touches it, and she and she and then you could be totally in that marker. But if you have pain and you, the blood is not always coming from that side, it's not a proof that the blood came as a result of this marker. We are choishish. Maybe there was she was uh, she became nida during the time that she had this pain. And not that the cave was the what caused the the the, the blood. That means the cave. Rather, um, rather the bleeding might have caused the the vessels might have caused the pain. Or could be that the the cave just caused the vessels to come early before its time. But it's not that the cave that the, this cave is is is, is a raya on the market that is bleeding. And the Al-Tareb of there concludes in, in, in the Sifkat Lamedalad um, in the in the parentheses, one of the in, in the it's with in parentheses, and that that's a Machzadek we mentioned. The Machzadek says maybe it's from the Maril because he has a kash in it. He doesn't answer. Doesn't, can't doesn't explain the Al-Tareb over there. He has a kash. Says maybe it's from the Maril. And he says Lamaise, you have to be machmer like a Chacham Tzvi that you can't be makel in a Sophic Isur Kores. In any form of pain that you could be choishish, that that you could think maybe the blood came from the mocker before the time that it was supposed to come, and all that it did was that this pain was what caused the vessels to come. Essentially, it's not that the it's not that you feel pain and that the pain. Uh, and that means there's a maka, and you scratch the maka, and the maka starts bleeding. No, you touched uh, the cave 
caused the body to release damnida, which is asr. Now, there is a shitta, which is not mentioned here, which discusses basically, uh, and there are rabbanim which will be makal based on that. It's not mentioned anywhere in the Alter Rebbe, even though it was before the Alter Rebbe. And the Alter Rebbe Chal doesn't quote it. And which is, if the dam doesn't come in its regular way of coming, which is on a specific time, and it's caused by pain and this and that, you could, you could be toilet lehakal. Um, basically, we look at the nature of things. We don't look. So, it could be a woman's going to see a full-on period, but it's not in the right time, and it was caused, it was triggered by by something external, by by pain, and love dafka is going to be also according to uh, to him. Certain shit. We'll get to it. We'll get to it soon. Maybe maybe we'll mention his name. Um. Well, the mice, and the, the mice, you can't rely on it. Yeah, so basically, the Al-Tarebbe says, in any type, you have to, with L'Chathchil, you should be machved like a Chacham Tzvi, in any type of pain that you have a Chashash, maybe the blood came from the Mokr as Damnide, before the time, and the pain is what caused the Vesas, um, then you have, you, you have, you can't be Mekel. But, if you have a certain form of pain that you know that this pain is not shayach to cause the vessels to come, the only shayla is whether this pain caused this blood to come out, then you could rely on the taz, and you don't have to worry like the, like the, you don't have to be the chomers if the dam nida doesn't come as a result of this ke'ev, it's not shaykh to come as a result of this ke'ev, then you could rely on the chacham tzvi. You could rely on the taz. You don't have to be chesh tachum chacham tzvi. That is in the parenthesis in the pneum of the Alter Rebbe. Then you have the kuntus achran, and after the kuntus achran, you have the second part of the kuntus achran, much because of chacham tzvi, and Alter Rebbe takes a part of the chacham tzvi over there. And... Uh, and uh, the Altarevler explains as follows. Being that it is a very realistic possibility that the blood that she sees when she's in pain came from the actual maka, because a maka by definition is something which is moitzidam, derech maka moitzidam, therefore a woman remains in the cheskas tahara, and we're we don't have this chashash, maybe the pain caused the the vessels to come early. Rather, we say Bechal didn't come from the Mokr. and uh, and uh, and we're not choishish. Maybe came also from the Mokr, which has a cheskas tahara. And the Alter Rebbe ends by saying that all this is talking about a Makkah, which is by Semokim, and in such a scenario. You could rely on this. Why? Because in that time you could be you could to be toiler. That the maka which is inside the rechem, maybe the maka inside the rechem could have also brought about damnida. But really, the pain, uh, maybe the pain is what caused the the, the the blood to come. And then, but then you could rely on this water that the blood which came came as a result of the maka. The maka is meitzidam. But if the maka is somewhere else. Not in Oisim Okim, 
then you can't say that the blood from from there flowed to Oysimokim and came out. No, only the only time you could rely on this in the Makkah is Oysimokim in general. Whether it's Rechem anywhere else in the Makkah is Oysimokim, then you could rely on pain. <coughs> and then we have a Tzemach Tzedek, which we went through, which first he goes into the whole explanation, whether a Dam Makkah, which mixes, a, a Dam Chayusa, which mixes with Dam Nidah, goes to the Dam Nidah, is it, is it Mutter, is it Osir, and the maskon of the Tzemach Tzedek, Achar Kosvi Kolonal, the end of that Tzemach Tzedek, <coughs> where he says, Achar Kosvi Kolazman, B'meshach Zman, V'rati Shein Zatshu and his maskon is that if there's a Makkah, which is not in the Mokr, then even if blood comes as a result of the Makkah, she's still Tomei. And you can't consider it Dam Makkah. When could you consider it Dam Makkah? When you see that the blood is coming from, the, this blood is coming from the Makkah. Like when the blood comes out of pus, and you know there's a maka over there. Or that you mamish have a maka in the side, and then we don't say it's dam chayusa that came as a result of the maka, we say it's dam maka which came out. But still you have to have a hargoshe that it came, and, and the, we're talking about when she has it over there, we're so machim because she has a hargoshe that is coming from the maka. Obviously, if she's not Margaret, she came from the Mokr, you have a Svexveka. Maybe it's Bechal not uh, from the Mokr, maybe it's a Dama, maybe it's from the Mokr, maybe it's not from the Mokr, from the Zadim, maybe it's from the Mokr, maybe it's a Dama. That is a summary of what we did. Now, let's move on to practical. There is a. Uh, there is something called. We'll go through, through different scenarios. Something called uterine polyps. There's polyps and there is fibroids. There are two main things. Polyps is one thing, fibroids is something else. They both fibroids. Fibroids. F I B fibroids. Fibroids. F-I-B-R-O-I-D-S. Huh? First one, polyps, is that... Okay, let's go back. The rechem has a lining. The lining has blood vessels. These blood vessels carry damnida. When time comes, it generates blood. When the time comes for um, nida, the lining sheds and blood comes out. Obviously, if the woman does not become pregnant, the egg does not get implanted, and it releases the blood out. When a woman has polyps, it's essentially kinds of growths which grow inside the rechem. And it's the, the tissue of, the, of the, the lining of the rechem which grows it could be a small thing, it could be a big thing. It could cause, it could cause, uh, usually, usually it's not, uh, it's not, uh, it's benign, it's not Yenemachla. Sometimes it could turn into, uh, into uh, Yenemachla and you have to take care of it. They could be small, they could be big. It's, it could be tiny, it could be like, almost like a, like a, like a ball, like two inches. What, do, what does this cause? First of all, it causes pain. But 
it also causes that there is going to be, um, she might see irregular periods. Now, the causes for it could be a health style, could be coming to menopause, could be hormonal imbalance. There's no real, there's no clear reason what, what, what causes, specific cause for it. But what causes it could cause, there should be a, there should be um, a vessel, essentially it could come at any time. And it could cause that when the vessus comes, it should be more painful. And it could come stump bleeding between, between vestus. Those are the three main things that are relevant to us. Right, now, mitzad, somebody could make a mistake and think that this is considered a makabarechem. It's not a makabarechem. This is the veins of damnida are releasing the dam at a specific time when instead of releasing it happens to huh? the polyp is a hackle the growth of the same veins the tissue of the rechem is growing out not out of the rechem inside the rechem it's growing so it's the same veins releasing the same kind of blood just not in a regular fashion so it's not a maka berechem it's a it's a machla in the rechem. It's not a maka, it's a machla in the rechem, which causes damnida to come at irregular times. That is not a maka berechem. Ah, huh? it's regular damnida not coming at a regular time, and that is what we could use al terebes lashon a keiv, which is goyrim the damnida to come shleibes money. Now, if you know, if she sees it during uh, uh, base Tashmish, and she goes to a doctor, and she finds that this is what it is, and she could solve it, she's not going to come to the You know what the reason is. But she's not to hire, because it's damn nidda. It's generally Yeah. Why, why is it not? Why are we considering a machmas We're not considering machmas tashmish. So she's not a surah labayla. She has to take care of it. She's not a surah labayla. There's certain, there's certain uh, ways of dealing with it. So there's operations, there's hormonal treatments, there's operation, you have to know what the size of the instrument is, there shouldn't be a shayla of psichas uh, akever, that's a separate discussion. We find the, the, the person really talking about this? No. When she's going to do... Love dafka. Sometimes you're just going to go check it. When they do a procedure and they cut, there's something else. Not always is it cut. Sometimes they, they inject something to block the veins from, uh, from doing, or they burn the veins, or whatever it is. Huh? They electrify. They, uh, yeah. Then you have the fibroids. Fibroids do not turn into yenamachla. They are not made from soft tissue. Rather, they are... Those, the fibers are also called myomas. Huh? M-Y-O-M-A-S. Myomas. They could also be small, they could be big. But they're not made from the soft tissue. They are muscles. The muscles is what... uh, Is what... um, Muscle cells and the... and a different for a different kind of tissue, which that 
is usually grows inside the walls of the uterus. Sometimes it can grow outside the walls, but also within the uterus. And they cause similar symptoms. They could cause, again, that the that uh, when she is a nidda, it bleeds longer, heavier, and sometimes it could bleed earlier. And there is pain. When there is, when there is uh, polyps, the pain is not the same as when there's fibroids. Fibroids, there is pain. Huh? There is love after this pain. When there's fibroids, there is pain. Usually it's pain. So here we're not talking about what the of the lotion of Tzemach Tzedek. Tzedek is talking, we'll use the exact lotion. He talks about the veins of Damnide. I don't remember the exact. It's not the same. It's not the veins of Damnida growing. It's the muscles that are holding, the, that are part of the rechem. Those, they create a growth. And what it does is, this specific thing does not release blood. It causes the rechem to release blood. It puts pressure and it releases. That causes, um, um, uh, usually it doesn't cause, doesn't have actual blood. And even Lu Yitzur, you would be able to say that there is blood in a Dam Nitzra. You don't know if blood comes out of it. You don't know where the blood is coming from because it's in the Rechem. You can't be toiling it. Some ways of doing it is that they put uh, silicone into those, uh, into those arteries to block the blood flow, and then the, those, those arteries shrink. Huh? We don't know what if this causes damach mustashrash. No, no, no. If you know for a fact, if a doctor, Luyatsura doctor, would be able to find that this fibroid has blood and it's bleeding, then it would be a maka berechem and you could be telling it. It's very hard to determine that, and therefore we are not making There are certain shittas which based, the cha'ira, based on the misunderstanding of the Metzias, are mater, fibroids is a maka berechem, but it's not a maka, berechem. It's a maka, but it's not maizidam. Derechla, it's not maizidam. Now we'll move to the next. Something called endometriosis, which is Endometriosis, huh? Endometriosis. I spell it, teach you English. E N D O M E T R I O S I S. You gotta know this because you're gonna be answering these shilas one day. 
what is this? This is when we explained that the inside of the rechem is a specific the lining, is this kind of tissue which grows inside. This endometriosis is that this tissue goes outside of the rechem. It starts growing into the outside of the rechem, into the cervix, into the into the opening of the rechem. And it's very painful. And if a bdik is done very far in, it could touch. It could touch it. And there's ways of dealing with it. Um, it works. It's it's mamish the same as the inside of the rechem. When there is a, um, between during the between the end of one vessel and the beginning of the next vessel, it grows, it thickens, then comes the vessel, it breaks up, and it releases blood. And ah, uh, yeah, it's going to be mighty dam, but it's not a maka. Dam the dam. Ah, uh, it's dominant. It comes from the same. It thickens, 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 and. By the opening of the rechem, the rechem doesn't end in the rechem; it ends a little bit under the top part of the cervix. is also considered part of the rechem. It's a hemshach of the rechem. Technically, if it grows a lot, yeah. So then, why is that considered down in this part of the rechem? It's a hemshach of the rechem. It's the same blood which is there. Elamai, that ah? Some psichas piyamaka, but it's dumb. Damnida, same damnida. If it comes in the regular. Now what could happen is that if you touch it, you could because it's very sensitive, it could wait. Medically it's damnida. It comes the same time as damnida. It doesn't come separate times. No. Now, if you touch it, it could, it could bring blood. So if there is a cut in it, what it does is it's very, very sensitive, and you get cut, it could get, uh, it could get things, and, and then if, it's get, if it gets cut, and you know there's a cut over there, then that is a maka. That's moitzi dam for sure. And the dam that is moitzi is not dam nida. Why is it not dam nida? It's not coming as nida. It's not that the blood, it's not that the body is releasing the blood. There was a cut. The cut was made. There's a cut. There's a scar. Because it's outside the rechem, it scars easier. It's soft, inflamed tissue, which bleeds. It doesn't bleed. It, when you cause it to bleed, what is a makabarechem? A makabarechem is when there's a cut inside the rechem. If she's scratching that thing, and you would know that would be considered a maka, that is you know there's a maka, and the maka has might sit It wouldn't be dumb neither. But if it releases it, then it's considered dumb neither. It releases by itself. There's ways of dealing with it also. Um, first, you start with anti inflammatories to, to shrink it. They could. Uh, they could. Uh, they could uh, burn burn parts of it, whatever. It's complicated, not so complicated procedures. But all of these are essentially not makis berechem. 
there are things that grow, they're not a maka berechem which is maitzidam. What's a maka berechem which is maitzidam? It's very important to understand the definition of a maka berechem which is maitzidam. A maka berechem, or bechlal maka which is maitzidam, means a cut, a scratch, a, a, a something which, when now, that will release blood. The fact that it could be pain because of this something that's growing, in fact, this could release Dam Shalei doesn't make it Maka. So what's examples of things which will actually cause Maka Sechareichem? The most common examples are what we call biopsies. Sometimes, when, the, when they want to know if there is a certain growth inside the Rechem, the doctors need to know if this is or it's not. What they would do is they do a biopsy. What's a biopsy? A biopsy is that they take a, uh, a uh, they put something very thin into the into the uterus that scratches inside the uterus and takes a little piece of tissue from. Huh? No, it's a very thin. Uh, soft, relatively soft uh, piece. It looks like a noodle, a cooked noodle, soft, and it that's, scratches over there and takes it out. It's a catheter, essentially. It's a catheter, which is thin, and inside the catheter is even a smaller tube that's going in that scratches and takes a piece out. And then they, then they, and they, it goes around the rechem, looking in different places to see what it is. And they scratch and they hop a piece and they takes it out and then they put it uh, to test. They put it in the laboratory to see if it has Yanamachler or not, if it's something else. Sometimes you have you have another uh, another kind, what's called a, a, a pipel biopsy, I think that's the name of it. Also, it's a similar, it's not made to detect Yanamachler, it's made for, for other things to detect, but it's the same idea. What this does is essentially it scratches the rechem. Right afterwards, for a day or two days, the rechem is going to be bleeding. And you know for a fact that there is a mak in the rechem until that heals. So if a woman had that biopsy done, the yimei and she saw blood right afterwards, a little bit of blood, we know the blood came from the rechem, we know there's a mak in the rechem, you could be toiling that mark in the rachem. Why don't you say that damnida is not coming out? It's not damnida. It's a maka in the rachem that's it's not causing damnida to come out. It's dam ah. There's no way of knowing if IUD actually scratches it, and we don't know if there will be a way to see that the IUD is scratching the side. Then maybe it could be mekel. But we don't know that. When you would know it, for sure, then yeah. Yeah, if you have a, for the copper IUD and you know for sure that the doctor is able to tell you a certainty that it's scratched and the scratch caused bleeding to come out, then yeah. When you do a biopsy, you know you scratched, you know you took a piece out and your piece came out with blood. So you know it just caused bleeding. You just cut something out of the, the rech, we know it's bleeding. IUD, there's no way of knowing. Which goes back to what I mentioned uh, before from the Tzemach Tzedek also regarding the doctors that um, the difference between a doctor who knows for sure tells you for sure what uh, what uh, the situation is 
for this woman, or a doctor that tells you that this thing by all women causes this. That's not that's not enough to rely on to be Isar Kodesh. But if a doctor tells you this woman has this thing and this thing is for sure, it's a mock over there, then it's fine. Why is it polyps? If it's not uh, the Because it releases blood by itself as an as an idiot. The idea of a polyps is that it's a growth inside the rechem, and it causes those veins to start releasing blood at irregular times. The of the srige damnida, I think the lashon is not saying damnida. The veins of damnida. I don't know. Right, but that. It's, not, it's moitzi from the veins around. It causes there should be blood coming from the rechem. Dam nida coming from the rechem. It causes that a lining will shed and there will be dam, dam coming from the rechem. Yeah, what did he say? I don't remember. I don't remember. That's one of the things I don't remember. I always check in the books when, I have, when someone asks me a question. Now, there's another thing which is done. Right? Now, uh, when they do biopsies, depending on what they have, depending on how much they have to check, that's how much they're going to scratch. They could be taking from 10 places, they could be taking from 2 places, they could be taking from 20 places. If there's a bunch of things growing over there, they'll be scratching in a bunch of places. If there's only one thing, it'll be one thing. There's another thing, which is done. Also important to know. When women undergo fertility treatments, IVF, the marshal. IVF. It's a form of fertility treatments. Now, Teva, the way the Abishar created the world is that when the Zeta of the husband goes into the egg, fertilizes the egg, then the egg has to get implanted, has to get attached into the Rechem, and it will grow over there. If it does not implant into the rechem, there's no pregnancy. The egg will just get released. Sometimes, if the lining of the uterus of the rechem is not is, is not in the right uh, matzav to absorb to, to catch it, there's not going to be pregnancy. Some women have a problem with it. Sometimes even IVF is not going to help in such a scenario because you're not solving the problem. The problem is the rechem is not able to to catch the thing. So it's one of the ways to do it is sometimes. They scratch the rechem. They put something in, they start scratching in there. Why do they scratch it? The svara, if you scratch it, and they were able to prove that it works quite a few times, it causes the body to uh, regenerate the cells that are needed over there. And when it's redone now, it's upon chadashis, it works better. So that is also makabasecha rechem. Scratching, they actually scratch and they cause... They cause scratches in the in the rechem to be able to, for the rechem to regenerate the the area of the lining to to maybe should be easier for the for the for the embryo to be absorbed into the rechem. That also is a makabasecha rechem. It's called endometrial scratching, endometrial injury. They call it an injury. They call it scratching. Well, that's the idea. The idea of it. They put a little plastic tube, a hard plastic tube, and they start scratching around in the area over there to be able to do it. It's not too big. It's tiny. Those instruments are tiny. 
This is l'kolei almanak as a pesach as a mark. You're talking about two millimeters. Uh, huh? What? Thing is, these 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 things are one point five millimeters, two two millimeters. The actual piece. They're not they're not uh, putting in a something that's uh, not putting in a a, a broom. It's something very thin. Another thing that they do is, like we mentioned before, there's, there's what we said is endometriosis, which is when there's these growths. There's other ones. One of, the, one of the ways of doing it, which they say is essentially one of the best ways of dealing with it, is that they cut excision surgeries. They cut, they cut the, the, the pieces that are, they cut and they stitch. They cut and they stitch. They cut it out and they stitch. Mamash's surgery. It can be in the hospital for a day, stay overnight. This is under full uh, full sedation, and they they cut, they do surgeries. For women, they have to take out a growth. They're also going to do surgery and cut. They're going to cut and they're going to stitch. Where's the cut and the stitch going to be in places which is in the rechem, right around the rechem? Those cuts are going to be causing the woman to be to bleed. After the surgery, she says, the woman we can bleed for two three days. Usually the bleeding slows down and stops, but that is, if it's done, bishas taharasa, the woman is going to be. That's uh, not if if the if the instruments are not shir of sichas hakever, then then it's uh, then it's going to be considered a makabrechem and she could be tailing it. In general, we tell people to do all these things before they. Uh, well, the best time to do it is when she's anyways, uh, when she's anyways nida, and then you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to start going into shyness, uh, because when the, when a doctor does now, the sometimes side what's in the rechem. Now let's go outside the rechem. In the cervix, the cervix is very sensitive. There's no nerves over there, so there's no pain, but the actual um, tissue is sensitive. So when they do any form of different tests that they do, it causes scratches, it causes, uh, it causes uh, cuts, a lot of things that happen over there, and those are also considered makas, which she could be toilet, she comes back from the doctor. That's why when you go to the doctor, any procedure, the questions that have to be known is, first of all, what was done? Where it was done? What instrument they used, how far they went, and did the doctor see blood? Now, these things, for sure, you can see blood in all the things I mentioned to you. Because the mamish causes a cut, so sometimes he's not going to see blood, and he's going to see blood. A doctor is trusted when he tells you that he saw blood. Yes. If a doctor is a Eberchach and he starts telling you, I saw blood, but it didn't come from here, but I saw it from there, and it's not from there, and it's, you're not really, he starts passing for you, then you have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's because it's not. No, when it releases the blood, when it releases the natural weight, that is not. You can't say that because there is a polyp over there, it became, it became maka. No, ah, if you scratch it, yeah, it's a maka. If you scratch the rechem, it's also a maka. What's a maka? You make a cut. I can cut in the rechem, inside the rechem. So what blood is in there? Blood that in, in two weeks will be damnida. 
And we can have with Damnida, but at that moment she's she's uh, it's not it's not considered Damnida. So these are just examples of what of what would be of what would be now to, with, with questions that would come up. What would be considered a dam uh, and what some people would consider It's not really a makkah, and it's not and it's not and it's not really a makkah It's a machla which uh, which is not really a makkah, and you can't rely on it for the makkah By definition, is or even outside the rechem is a cut. Or a bruise, which we know that it's going to bleed. We don't have to know that it's bleeding right this second. We have to know that it bleeds. That's how the Alter Rebbe understands. Alter Rebbe relies on the pasuk like the Shach, and uh, and when you know that, it's not anymore a shallow sveksveka. It's not efshalavater. It's it was nisbater because a procedure was done which. Created a maka which causes bleeding. Shaila could be if she bleeds a week afterwards. Does that shaila? Could it be something triggered it? Could be that it's. Could be that she did a certain form of exercise, which which uh, which the stitches. Uh, you tell people after some surgery you can't do exercise because the stitches are going to uh, to rip, or when you get damaged. So. So then you have dentist, dentist suffolk. You have to find out if this, if they, they cause, they cause it. If, this, if, if, if a week after these kinds of procedures, woman starts bleeding, they have to go back to the doctor. They're not. Uh, if they call the rav, the rav is to send it to the doctor. Um, it's not. Uh, it could be. It could be sakana. So these are the makas that refer to makavisei uh, harechem, and essentially with this. We finished this topic of Makav Zecharechem, and uh, the next year is going to be on. Uh, I assume next week. I'm not going to be able to give a share. Another share this week, and it's going to be already moving on to uh, Muberes and towards finishing uh, the seminar.